It's me, Derek. And I'm the Grace Kramer. This is Stop Scuttling Some Podcasting. What is this episode? Like 40-something? Uh, oh, I, I should have known. I should have known. We, you, we literally looked it up right before this. Yeah. I'm going to say 47. 46. 46. Nope. Oh, 46. My God. Here we are. <laughs> Man, so we are here. Uh, we're recording this on Monday, but it's going to be uh, June 8th, Tuesday for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Grace, it's so good to have you back. Thank you. It's great to be back. You know, we were so excited about the Resident Evil 8. We edited a whole uh, episode of that with our good friend Luke. Yeah. Came and in I, and talked with it. But uh, I'm And I'm really grateful to Luke for doing that because I, I was a little under the weather for during that time and also just kind of during that month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we, I mean, here's the thing. I, was like, I do want to, uh, you know, talk about what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Kind of a refresh from, uh, uh, you know, what the channel's been up to. Yeah, in Engage Fever Taco Taco Month. It's like we ext- we took Taco Tuesday, yeah. and we made it a Taco Month, mm-hmm. and now we're we're bloated and um, full up on salsa and sour cream and yeah. stuffings. It just felt like, do we want to have another podcast <laughs> where we talk about the Engage oh, a whole oh, bunch? Sorry, I hit my How will you you bump your microphone stand? Yeah, wow. It's like this. It's like this podcast is not that professional. Grace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Most professional podcast out there. I'm like trying to scoot closer. I'm gonna. Can you mute me for a second? I, I can't. So oh, okay, I'm gonna. I'll cut this part out. I guess. I'm not gonna cut this part out. Leaving it in. You were supposed to get yourself set up. I know. I felt pretty. You good. miss. You miss one episode of the podcast, and you're just like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm set up. All sorry. Right, here everybody. we go. Now we're ready to go. But, GH Rocker, start. I'm sorry for the quality of the podcast, <laughs> but I appreciate you th- coming yeah. in for your first time. Yeah, so the uh, we're uh, warming back up. Uh, the engage videos out. Yeah, um, I'm really happy with how it turned out. The punching weight is on the Patreon. Yep. So if you if you've already joined the Patreon, I hope you have watched it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I do think yeah. that there is a uh, potential for more engage content down the line. Maybe not for a little bit. I, I mentioned this in the Patreon post about the that punching weight, yes. but since I I got all of the or a majority of the gameplay footage for that, and <laughs> playing with the engage actually made my TMJ like my jaw pain flare up like real bad. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know like the angle you have to hold it at or the way I have to like push my shoulders together. It just yeah, I it just messed me up. And like you you even have I'm not not to put you on blast, Grace. You mm-hmm. have hands that are smaller than mine. And specifically the Engage QD. Baby size hands. You have really small hands, actually. My I'm 5'8. My mother's 5'1. We have the same sized hands. It's yeah. odd. I'm also 5'8. I don't believe my hands are really that large. But yeah, the QD is a great piece um, of but He's it's actually 5'7 and three quarters. Don't <laughs> yeah, believe Grace the lies. is technically like small. <laughs> She's taller than me, but like I grew up short. I was always the shortest kid in class. Not, yeah. even, not even the shortest boy. I was the shortest kid. Mm-hmm. So that I, I reached an average height. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that. That's Yeah, that's I'm a triumph. That. Yeah. I, on the other hand, was always the tallest in my class. But now I've realized that most of my lady friends are all taller than me. And it's kind of weird. I just naturally assume I'm taller than everybody I meet. Like, I could meet LeBron James, Anthony Davis, any basketball player. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, I'm an equal mm-hmm. <laughs> with this person. Well, you are an equal with Anthony Davis because the dude's on the bench because he's always getting hurt. Yeah. Topical Lakers <laughs> NBA <laughs> updates here. Um, we're going to turn this into a, a basketball podcast. We can't do that. To we the can't people. talk about that? Okay. 
can't do that to the people. No. Um, <laughs> I've I, seen your the engagement you get on your Lakers tweets. <laughs> <laughs> no, my personal, personal my personal Twitter account. See, all right, here's how it's happened: is like stop skeletons. That's no like, one wants that. From that's us. like work content. I gotta be, you know, we, we both gotta be up to date with the with the jokes, with the refs, and all this stuff. Um, my personal is like, man, I can do whatever the hell I want. I don't even care if it don't trend. And I, I honestly, I I tweet about NBA stuff, and I get mostly you watch the basketball. <laughs> that's like half of my response and by half i mean like i get two and one, <laughs> and one of them is you watch basketball or like you grew up in alaska what kind of sports they have up there i'm like hockey that's why i don't care about hockey. dog racing yeah that's a real one the iditarod which i They're, never cared about at the state fair they always have like lumberjack games which i that's my favorite part that was always sponsored by the uh the, the lumber company that my dad worked at oh so i i went to it often <gasps> Did you get like VIP tickets to the lumber game? No, because it's just it's 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 the same thing every year. Did you get to stand on one of the logs? No, because that's what? dangerous. Because I'm like ten years old. I, yeah, but you got VIP access. Though I do think like they should have. Yeah. My dad should have walked in and been like, "Excuse me, hello, uh, hi, I'm Mike. It's me, Mike. My dad's name's Mike." <laughs> um. Yeah, this but, is Derek, my son Derek, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and they're like, "Okay, sit down and enjoy." <laughs> it's the same act. It's just the same thing. <laughs> Stop skeletons from bawling. Yeah, oh yeah. VIP at the the, the Alaska State Fair, <laughs> Spinar Builder Supply sponsored lumberjack show. Yeah, um, I guess yeah. this is our way of saying that. Uh, we made an Engage video last month. Right, yeah. And how much I really kind of don't want to talk about Engage content. <laughs> well, no, it's but, like, oh, we got... Or I want to spare people from... Spare people. Yeah, because we, we talked about this beforehand and we realized people are probably sick of it. Maybe. Because I feel like every time we're on this podcast lately, we've been talking about the Engage. Or we talk about the upcoming Punching Weight, the Pokemon Mini, because that video, like, I started working on it in, I don't know, maybe... maybe. May or April? April, probably. Okay. Because you've been really... And so I've been, I've probably mentioned it like every <laughs> podcast since then. I guess actually, yeah, we we uh, went through the script of that. So Pokemon Mini is probably going to be the next um, the next thing. I want to mention a video that I've been kind of... I, I think I might just do it. I want to ask how people are thinking, but I might just go ahead and do this video. Yeah. After the podcast, uh, the Resident Evil 8 podcast, I realized that the uh dollhouse section the second major section of resident evil 8 uh, and if you if you don't want to be spoiled for resident well, evil 8 i won't stop listening no i won't go into the details okay but i'm just gonna continue say, listening <laughs> yeah you want to go to the time code now now you're good you're good now okay the spoilers um, are over yeah i just want to say like that that area was like awesome i think that area is is really really interesting and it it, it, it gave me Silent Hill 2 Historical Society vibes to the point where I was like, I could probably do a breakdown, you know, playthrough video mm-hmm. like I did for the Historical Society video a couple of years ago on that section. And uh, because that that the Historical Society video has been that was just sort of like a, a, a weird, fun thing that I just really wanted to do. I didn't think anyone was really going to care. Um, and also small detail, we were really kind of busy and stressed out. And I was it was a very quick a quicker video um, to make uh, than like a full uh, scripted one at the time. Um, so I just kind of made it for fun. Yeah. And it wasn't an enormous 
huge hit, but I feel like uh, even though the views are like, you know, they're good, but it's not one of our top 10 videos. I feel like in terms of like the fan reaction, it's absolutely like a top 10 video. Like the, the people that watched it really fucking liked it. Um, and I've, I've honestly tried to think of good follow-ups and we've even done a handful of follow-ups and like none of them have quite been sort the same. Sort of like spiritual follow-ups. Yeah. Like that was what the, uh, uh the Mega Man 2 ending video I was think, and stuff I like that. I think that you have it in your heart and I think you should do it. Yeah. So I'm, and, and that might be a fun, quick video because I'll be honest, I spent almost the entire last month editing that Engage yeah. video. I so want if you listen to this podcast regularly and you were here for episode 44, I guess, mm-hmm. Um, in that video, Derek said in that podcast, Derek says something like, yeah, I'm going to get it edited in like a week. (laughs) And like me, and I I remember this, me and like everybody who was here live were like, you sure, bro? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, come on. And then, and I, I even talked to you after that and I was like, yeah, I mean, you can say you'll have it done in a week, but as the, the, the quote unquote producer, I'm Mm -hmm. planning on it being done at 11.59 p.m. on May 31st or whatever. like Which it was not. <laughs> yeah, it was done it a was little not. bit before that. Um, but here is the thing about <laughs> me, Derek. Yeah. Uh, my very stupid optimism <laughs> is what has gotten me through so much. And uh, I have two traits. I, I bite off more than I can chew. And I just don't fucking give up, which is which is not a, a good quality all the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's got me into a lot of trouble uh, over these 14 years. I've been doing this crap. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, there was the, the video that the, the project was like the script as it was when we talked about it a month ago. Still had to go through a lot of tuning and here and there and a couple of uh, once we got all the pictures and headlines and stuff. I was like, oh, this this sentence needs to be rewritten because it's like slightly untrue and that type of thing and you know we, we had to do four or five different drafts of the engage rap grace that actually is true and then we decided wait it's gonna be funnier to just do the fake out <laughs> um but I, okay, I'm, I'm damn it you got me talking about it now i don't want to talk about it just because it's like i don't know much much more. the video's out i'm happy with it i'm um, really happy with it and uh, i don't expect another gigantic video like that for a while though uh, a lot of people have asked um for a long time about the connect follow-up video yeah so we, i actually had you because we because that video is actually like half done in terms of like writing yeah and yeah. i and in terms of research and outline it's basically done i think yeah so and i, I had you read through it recently and yeah. um derek said it was pretty okay or something like that yeah, so I mean, yeah. we're we're like I, I want that. We're not going to let past mortem continue to have like a year long break. We're we're going back into it. Yeah. Um. Probably we got some stuff we got to f- wrap up today and then tomorrow. I'm like back in. Like I'm so excited. Yeah. It's like it's coming. Mm-hmm. And even that's not going to be as gigantic. Uh. uh a video yeah. It's this. not going to be as large and in charge mm-hmm. because that was a bit ridiculous. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But, how uh, long that other video but is. It, it and that was even like you know working, working with our, our our main writer uh Cass from uh bad game hall of fame uh she really did a lot of the heavy lifting for the writing and the research and stuff and for example like the back i had to like fight like, her not fight her i had to work with her yeah. to get it down to like a tight six pages and i was like 
perfect. And then I was like, okay, Derek, it's ready for you to look at it. That's and then not I come exactly back true. No, and no, it's no, no, suddenly no. 10 pages. And I'm like, I'm like, Cass is going to be so mad at me because <laughs> I cut out so much and then you put it all back in. No, because like <laughs> w- the really the big problem was sort of like the back, the back half of it, kind of like the Engage 2.0 section. And then also the script didn't have any discussion of the games. And I had to put the like, hey, let's break down the launch games. Let's break down, yeah. you know, the the, the post launch games. Uh, and so that was stuff I had to bring in. And then like, I remember I I, I talked to Cass. I was like, hey, we should probably have a little more of this Engage 2.0 and OV stuff. It's super fascinating. And then she came. I think at a certain point, the script was like 12 pages. And like that back half could have been its own video. It was its own like. All I'm hearing for- is your job moving mm-hmm. and excuses coming out. <laughs> it could have been worse, Grace. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. It could have been a lot worse. <laughs> But yeah, I guess um, to get to get it to that Morgan's final coming back. Yeah. And, and I uh, don't. And because this topic of, of you know, basically the connect is in, is basically two gigantic chapters. There's 360 connect and Xbox one connect. Yes. And the Xbox one connect chapter is a little briefer, more contained. It really is just like there was that E3 20, uh, 2013, right? Oh God! I don't even. Yeah, I'm not yeah, great at again. We're gonna jump into this tomorrow, but like, yeah, it's basically like there are like two launch events. There's one launch event before E3, and there was E3, and then Don Magic left like a month later, and then and then it launched, didn't do well, and then I think by like the next year or so, they had an Xbox One that didn't even have a Connect, and by a year after that, Connect was gone. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it won't be a half hour, but it'll still be a really. It's a. It's a, such a fascinating story. Hmm. Yeah. It is. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not like adding a lot, <laughs> uh, yeah. but because it also like it spread out to so many different avenues, like all of the like I remember so much about that time because I was kind of becoming a hashtag gamer during that interlude during mm-hmm. that those years. And I was starting to pay attention to gaming news more. So I feel like that was the first E3 that I was like really like here for or yeah. I like remember and I just remember how, like, my dad asking me, like, should I get an Xbox One? And, like, Snowden had happened. Like, Edward Snowden yep, come out. Like, yep. all this stuff. We were all so freaked out about, like, Microsoft listening to us. That I was like, no, absolutely not. Rumors that, just like, play. It's, 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 yeah, it needs to be on all the time. Yeah. Connected to the internet all the time. And it's like, I, I don't know if it was ever actually true, but there were rumors that, like, oh, the Connect is going to, like, scan your living room. And if there are more people in your living room, it'll charge you more to watch a movie or something like that. Yeah, there are all those things. And um, it's really funny because those things we were so freaked out about are here, like are happening, are in people's houses. They just like I told my dad not to get an Xbox one. But, you know, they got they have an Amazon Echo. Yeah, we all have a smartphone. We probably all have some kind of Android or or iPod. Um, So like our the Xbox one that we do have, I mean, we base it does basically always have to be online because we use it for game pass and mm-hmm. you're you know it needs to know our payment that our payment details are active or yeah. whatever i i think that there was the, the, it was it was a basically like don matrick wasn't wrong he just packaged it incorrectly yeah because he was like the controller is a barrier he was right but the answer was smartphones it was touch screens it was a uh, um you know that type of motion control um, and like, I still think that gaming on phones is not quite figured out. But also, like in terms of, but this is Microsoft. In all, terms of like all Microsoft consumer wants, electronics, they yeah, want touch. to. They want a lot of people playing their products and a lot of people buying their products, and that's all they care about. Yeah. Um, 
And so, honestly, if, you know, if they had created uh, Fortnite, if they had created uh, Pokemon Go or something like that, they would have been extremely happy with that. Sure. So, um, yeah, I, he, well, all he what well, for what he was trying to do, what Max was trying to do, he was absolutely right. But to bring Steven Spielberg on stage and be like, "Gotta get rid of the controller because your body is the controller." Like, oh, you know, want to hear something really funny about <laughs> Steven Spielberg? Oh yes. So that Halo TV show that they announced at that. E3 oh, God, that Steven been, Spielberg was executive producing that like Peter Jackson was on board with at a certain no, point like 10 maybe. years ago yeah yeah but they're apparently going to actually release it like within this year or next year like they did it <laughs> yeah like I think whatever happened to it whatever the iterations it went through like there is a Halo TV show coming out relatively soon I don't I'm not sure if they have like a release date but I, I find that hilarious yeah <laughs> that's that's inc- it's also that's incredible because rem- remember when halo used to be such a gigantic thing and i'm sure we're getting halo infinite news maybe, yeah, maybe it's coming back I, I i am looking forward to halo infinite but it's just i mean because g- we're we're filming this on i mean we're recording this on the eve of e3 yeah, e3 e3 is uh, a week away from today as we're recording and so it'll we'll have another podcast approximately a week after yeah. Well, yeah, wasn't Forward Unto Dawn. Yeah, wasn't that a... That was a short-lived Halo show? God, I don't even remember. That's a good question, uh, Chef. I don't I don't even know. Um, That might have also been like... Because we, we got into PS4. We bought PS4 uh, right almost pretty much, you know, 2015. And then we only got Xbox One a year ago. Mm-hmm. A little over a year and a half ago. It's quickly become um, so, my favorite console though Dude, the game, the game it's really weird like game. even just i mean we have a series s i know yeah no we have a series s yeah a little is that what one. they're called yeah it, that's not the new one no no oh oh wait, no we have an xbox s <laughs> I have no we have xbox one s <laughs> yes that's right that's right oh, for fuck's sake. and uh so like the second iteration version of the xbox one and yeah. i just love the design of it i think it looks super sharp and it was, I, I mean, I haven't seen a Series X in person, like the new newest one. I yeah. have no idea what it even looks like in person. But you know yesterday what's... I went over to a friend's house and they have, we were playing. Oh, the big tower? Yeah, we were playing Dead by Daylight on their pl- PlayStation 5. And it's just so ugly. Dude, yeah. Like, and terrible. Uh, I, I, I look at that PS5 and I'm like, I think the reason it's that big is they have a gigantic fan in it. And I'm like, yeah, that's clearly going to shrink down in a year or two. I'll wait. I'm good. What about these rumors, though, Grace, of a Switch Pro, of a new Ninten- Super Nintendo Switch Pro XL? Yeah, I I mean, I want to believe that it's happening. We, we've actually I so I got the um, the switch that we have. I bought that for myself, but also for us mm-hmm. as like a little present for getting through finals or something like one because I was in college. Yeah. At the time, a graduation maybe. May I think it was before graduation. I hope it was before graduation. No, it definitely was because was I I got it and I remember playing it on the bus when I was like going to school oh, a okay. lot. Anyway, so we've been waiting for basically two years, three years to get another one because every year it's like the Switch Pro's coming out for real this time, <laughs> guys. It's actually happening, and I man, I I guess I don't know a lot about like what exactly needs to go into a switch to make it possible and to make it happen but like with just how bad it's been trying to get a ps5 or like a graphics card at the moment 
I'm just kind of like, even if they have a Switch Pro ready, like, how am I going? How will people get one? Yeah, yeah. How will how is there going to be enough supply? Uh, it's, it's like Ford hard. can't make cars right now. Like, what are yeah. we going to do? It, it's hard to even like get a Switch now. Like, is switches. It? I, I I thought like 2020 was like Nintendo's best year for a Switch still, and it was like year four. You know, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. So yeah, year four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was like far and away the best year Nintendo's ever had for Switch. Maybe like, you know, it was like it was like bringing back. This is like Wii numbers, you know, uh, yeah. peak Wii shit. So I, the rumors for the, the last concrete rumors for a Switch Pro I remember was they worked out some kind of deal with NVIDIA or one of those types of people who had a, a, a screen or a graphics card. I don't know. I'm not big into tech stuff, but they were like, it sounded like that one of these companies had made a screen or a graphics card or both that just didn't quite move very well because it wasn't quite next level. And so Nintendo was like, well, we'll scoop those up wholesale from you. It's like, yeah, we'll take a hundred million of those. And like, that was the thing that was going to make it better. It was going to make it cheaper for Nintendo. It was a hell of a deal. Um, and also be kind of like proprietary in some degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a rumor that came out several months ago. And that was like the most concrete thing. Like, <sighs> It's bound to happen. If they aren't going to make a Switch Pro, they're definitely going to make the Switch 2. You know, I feel like it. Yeah, like it would be so good if they were like, all right, Breath of the Wild 2 now on coming out on your Switch Pro. Look under your seat. You There's already a Switch Pro there. Yeah. You know, like that, like, like that kind of Dude, announcement. If, that's just so like, here we fucking go. Nintendo really spent a lot of like later 2020 and so far 2021, like not doing a whole lot like Nintendo. After, you know, Animal Crossing hasn't made a whole lot of big moves, especially with how the Switch launched. Like it launched with Zelda. Are you and saying Mario. that the Wind Waker remaster wasn't <laughs> a big move? Oh, the tw- Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. Re- yeah. <laughs> I barely can even remember. Yeah, the Twilight Princess that has like a huge quality of life upgrade, but only if you buy this twenty dollar amiibo. Yeah. Fucking outrageous bullshit. But I'm trying to say, what if Nintendo was like, okay, we got this pandemic. And like, you know, just factory shipments are just terrible. It's everything's bad, but we don't have to make this thing right now. What if they just been sitting, building their arsenal for the last year and a half, like very slowly making these switch pros somehow have kept it a secret. How crazy would it be? I mean, that would be pretty crazy. You can't even buy anything. uh, You know, the world is still, you know, recovering from all this. But what if Nintendo managed to be like, by the way, we have switch Two. And we've already made 50 million of them. Yeah, look under yeah. your look under your chairs. Everyone I mean, gets a switch. Fifth dimensional chess. Yeah. Bowser level chess. Wow. Right. D- here. Doug Bowser. That would be. Also, I am kind of I know you can't okay, total sidebar. Mm-hmm. I know you can't really live up to Reggie Fees and May in terms of, you know, you're not the same person. You can't like just jump into that role and have yeah. a personality but i am really bummed out that it seems like doug bowser is not going to be one of those he's not interested he's in your being, friend yeah. nintendo people <laughs> personalities. I, I, i've heard from some people that like have worked at nintendo do work at nintendo like they've told me that like reggie was a solid fucking dude he really was like uh he was a hard-working guy expect he expect you to work hard but like he was like you didn't smile for the camera and then yell at everybody mm-hmm. i have heard there are some people that do that um, that you know they 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 look all nice on camera and then not so much after uh, when the cameras are off. Yeah, like apparently, Derek, Re- what's that? Like that's like what you're like. 
No, I'm not. <laughs> um, uh, apparently, no, Reggie's. Uh, it, it warmed my heart to hear that. Like, no, he's a solid dude. He yeah. really was a solid dude. People that like did a dumb ad with him. You know, they showed up with a camera and said, "Okay, Reggie, act awkwardly in this scene." And he went, "No problem." And he was he was game <laughs> to do some kind of dumb dance or do some kind yeah. of dumb gag. Uh, and yeah, it's 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 sad. And end of an era, really. Mm-hmm. He was um, he embraced being a dumbass meme. Uh, he was dad as hell, which honestly was just good for the brand. It was it was good for gaming. I mean, not not to be like Nintendo's so great and everything, but like to be honest, like. To have a face of a company be like that kind of genuine and like fun and really like kind of take chances publicly, like kind of very publicly make a fool of himself, but very controlled and in a very endearing way was rare. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, not a lot of you just, I'm hard pressed to think of other people that are you know in front of the camera as faces of uh, companies or game studios that uh relish and and so successfully fill that position as he did i guess like sweeney from epic or like tim cook but that's it's also very different because i if i'm thinking about sweeney i can't quite picture what he looks like i just i see art like yeah tim sweeney said this oh Mm -hmm. my god and then uh, but like tim cook or tim apple i like to i just (laughs) I just see a pair of politics into this. He's basically just like a floating pair of blue jeans when I try to imagine. Yeah, I mean that's also what Steve Jobs was. You know, well he also Steve Jobs was like the turtleneck, the black turtleneck plus the blue jeans. But Tim Cook is just oops, is just blue jeans. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. I would say like Tim Schafer from Double Fine, but I, I feel like he hasn't been so in front of the camera lately but yeah my point is like yeah i'm sure you know. i mean phil the real answer is phil spencer is probably the closest analog and he's not a goof in the same yeah. way but he is very much okay i'm gonna be your champ xbox's champion for games yeah he's solid like he is just like i'm a dad who's just proud of you but he, he isn't gonna dance like a moron and make fun of himself yeah uh but you know phil spencer also i think has done a pretty good job. He had he had to clean up that. He had to clean up Don Matrix's mess, and yeah. it was quite the fucking mess. Uh, he did. He seems like a and also yeah in interviews seems like a pretty solid guy. You know, I remember for, it was a uh, Bloodborne came out on PS4, mm-hmm. and I think the official Xbox account, I think it was Phil Spencer, was like, "Hey, congratulate, hey Sony, hey at Sony, congratulations on Bloodborne. New IPs are hard," and everybody was just like, "What are you?" doing you you can't be can't shake hands and be nice to the competition um and that was seemed like a solid thing to do you know what another fun phil spencer story is (laughs) i i was reading about this for the research into the later era connect stuff but like there was an xbox one like launch party or something and um phil spencer was being followed around by press Mm-hmm. and he's like giving an interview or doing a thing and he's like hold on wait a second chumbawamba 69's here i gotta go talk to him <laughs> and like basically he has a like he had somehow started like a halo party with like three other dudes and they were all from all over the world mm-hmm. and they were just like random guys and they all like Aww. formed a little guild and he flew them out <laughs> like one of them's from new zealand or something i thought yeah. that was like so cool if like if you could like fly out all of your online friends for a party like wouldn't you i think that's like so especially if so you fun. are as well paid as that man is yeah it's like 
What does it matter? It's yeah. an expense, a business expense. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Like, and I think true to his word, didn't Reggie play Smash Bros on stage with some kid? And he's like, all right, I suck at Smash Bros, but next year you're going down. And he just sucked again. He's still bad at Smash Bros. Yeah, still bad. I heard. That's okay. I'm also bad at Smash I, Bros. I, heard I that, find like, it very relatable. Her, her Reggie played Dragon Quest uh, 9 on DS. I heard he put like several like thousand hours into Dragon Quest yeah. Nine, and that was the game he got super into. But it's like no, not really this type of uh, yeah. uh you know, you don't need the hand eye coordination. Well, Reggie showers, so <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, he grooms. He wasn't ready for Smash Brothers. <laughs> All right, I feel like we've gotten a little off topic. I saw a question earlier in the the live chat. <laughs> From King of Bunnies asking if we had any other obscure handhelds like in the future. Just I mean, outside of Pokemon Pokemon Mini. Make a video about. Um Honestly, the the probably the next one, if I was gonna think of one, would be the Pocket Station, the PlayStation Pocket Station. Yeah, yeah. Um like there are like of course there are big stories with um like the PlayStation Vita and how that got dropped is something that we've thought about doing a past mortem for but i no concrete plans as of yet we actually after the connect past mortem we have a another past mortem lined up that i've been working on for a while that is pretty different than what we've done in the past i i think you guys are gonna like it but it's not really focusing on a specific piece of hardware yeah which yeah. will be cool mm-hmm. or different it might be a disaster <laughs> i don't know i do know that it's i probably fine i wanted to do a video on the uh uh Game Boy camera because with the Game Boy camera and a transfer the transfer pack uh and a 64 DD yeah you can put yourself inside of a SimCity game you can put picked and you can import pictures into Mario Artist and kind of do early me stuff um mm-hmm. I don't know if that really kind of counts as that and I would I don't stuff, think that's a past I mean yeah like I, I think that would that's that's a more good of a punchy, punchy weight, weight episode yeah. And we actually did get a comment on the Patreon, which I I guess apparently you can comment on like our Patreon page. I didn't know you could do yeah, that. Yeah, like there's like a- I'm always like so confused whenever that happens. But so if people do that, we don't respond right away. It's fine. I just yeah. I'm I'm sorry. It's not your fault. It's like more because I just don't know where to find that. It's probably it's probably better to send us a DM on, on Patreon. Cause <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. But we're we're still uh, we still cre- like the creator respond page to those when we can or yeah. when I when we see them, but. Yeah, they were actually asking, like, have you guys ever made a Game Boy camera slash printer episode? Because it's like the most obvious, <laughs> like, it's like, how have you not done one? It's like it's, one of the well, most obvious, like, it, we, we, ha- it's like, we just, have it's bought there. them. It's just it's, right there. Because like it's been covered before. It's been covered yeah. to death. You know, I think it's like angry video game nerded a video and it's like, you know, 20 million views on that. And it's like, yeah, what else can we fucking bring to the table? Right. So, uh, but we did we find could just be nice to the Game Boy camera and tell it we love it and tuck mm. it in and kiss yeah. it on the cheek. And like showcase. There's there are a handful of songs on the Game Boy camera you game know what? that are fucking incredible. Your pictures don't look like ass. Yeah. Thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to I'm not I haven't even it's watched. Like, your picture is not like puking on a pile of shit. <laughs> Grace, what are your thoughts on Metroid? Okay, so um, head empty, only Samus is (laughs) kind of where I'm coming from. Yeah. But so Metroid is 
one of those things. It's like every year around E3 time, like rumors are like, okay, they announced Metroid Prime 4 in like 2017. They showed or a logo, you know? You like, know? <laughs> let's not get too excited now, people. <laughs> Man, the pain of the hardcore Metroid fan. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. Because I. I was looking at this before the pod- podcast, and it's like the last two Metroid games we've had was like they did a 3DS remake of the original. No, of, of the second one. Of the second. Oh, sorry, yeah, not yeah. even the first one. The second yeah, one. Yeah, Samus Returns is Metroid Two, which was the Game Boy. It was a ga- it was a Game Boy original, like oh, uh, so that's why it's on the 3DS, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got like a multiplayer spinoff, which, and then the, we got like a mini game. Dude, the problem with it's the with the multiplayer weird. spinoff is it's called Metroid Prime federation force right so they called it it's in the metroid prime universe gosh yeah y'all know what you did don't yeah what were you thinking that's so mean and i I, i've you can't do that like not have like six game hiatus and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden uh here's a spinoff one yeah hey who loves that game well, here's a spinoff about the company they worked for <laughs> or the company that they worked with. And, you know, it's like, sorry, you know. Yeah. Where, where's my anime babe? Exactly. My, my powerful anime babe. I mm. want I want to punch stuff. Yeah. I, uh, uh, Wait, I, yeah. I don't know what else. What, I don't know what else Retro is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, Retro doesn't. Retro is not really a prolific uh, company. And they probably just seem to help Nintendo out with a lot of stuff and the Donkey Kong shit. But like, uh, we don't talk about Federation Force. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And we, you know, and we're, you know, what? chat. We're moving on from it too, so don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, Namco Bandai. Did I say that right? Namco. Yeah. Namco Bandai. It's Banco. Banco Namkai. Yes, <laughs> they. I think they were working on Prime Four, and then they submitted something. Nintendo was like, "Nope, shut it down," and they gave it back to Retro. And I think they've been on it now for. A year mm-hmm. or two, um, which you would think would be enough for them to make a fucking demo for E3. Um, but here's what here's what you really got to do. And actually, oh, actually, no, Grace, you were pitching this. I don't want to steal your thunder because you had a okay. really good idea. So, well, so go for it. So over the last um, month, I mentioned I was kind of sick and I, I was re- just had a lot of fatigue. And uh, normally when I'm in that space, I play Dead by Daylight. But I was actually too tired to do multiplayer. I was just like, no, I can't. I can't handle anything right now. Mm-hmm. So I started playing Hollow Knight for the first time because we had it on a Game Pass. Yeah. And you watched me play for a little bit, and you were like, "This looks fun." Yeah. And then you, you, you just like devoured it. You went. We're way further than I am now. Yeah. You're basically at the end game, yeah. I think. Now, right? I'm trying. Yeah. Well, I haven't finished it yet. I know there's. I've read. I'm. I'm at the point though where I'm like. This is annoying. I'm going to get some walkthroughs to figure out how to finish this because it's um I put in like 40 hours and I have five pale ores. Like if you're if you're really into Hollow Knight, you know what I'm talking about. I just need one more pale ore and then I'll be fully updated and I need to get my final charm slot still and I think I got like five charms I need to get and then I'll probably try to finish the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like I I I went from being like, "Oh, it's the Dark Souls bug game. Gross. I don't like Dark Souls. Love bugs. Don't like Dark Souls. It's just a personal thing for me. It's a very strong conviction as you have. Yeah. <laughs> and and then I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. And now I'm like a hundred percenter. Like I'm I'm one of those like got gotta get every dialogue yeah, yeah. option. <laughs> okay. It got it got a little out of hand, is what I'm saying. And right. 
I mean, like these Metroid mania, what, what have it, whatever you call it, Sus, they're like, we're, we're maybe at the tail end of that, that renaissance, that boom. I'm not sure. I feel like we're, maybe we're still in the thick of it. When it felt like okay, we're getting those yeah, Metroid games. There were so many of them. There it was, felt you know, like so unstoppable Ori for and so Gato long. Gato Roboto and uh, uh, Axiom Verge, but like you know, Bloodstained. Yeah, yeah, blood, oh, of course, play. That was like the, like the return of the of the guy, right? And those are just the ones I can think Ega. of off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm Zio sure there's more. Drifter. I mean, even I guess. Wait, is Shovel Knight a Metroidvania technically? No, or is it, no. it's more of a platform. That's more of a like yeah, that's kind. That's it's more a level place platform yeah, yeah, yeah. rocking that adventures in Mega Man. yeah so it's i'm like man why can't we just have a brand new 2d metroid game yeah. why do we gotta do why we gotta reinvent the wheel why we gotta do prime like the expectations for that are just too high why can't y'all just like get get a studio and don't even don't make a hollow knight sized game that game's too long <laughs> i'm yeah. like i'm overwhelmed like i where i where i was i thought i was actually at the halfway point, maybe like three quarters. And then I saw how much bigger the fucking map got. And I was like, wow, this game is wow. Like this is a Kickstarter game. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we seriously, like you played for 10 hours and we were like, you're probably done with the game. Why don't we watch like a speed run? And then as we're watching the speed run, we like had to pause maybe like 10 yeah, minutes. Like, Wait a minute. This, there's still an hour left oh. in the speed run. This is where I'm at. <laughs> And then I saw the map when and you we, were. We totally along. had to like Google like how much money did they raise, and we we're like, that's that's not enough yeah. for how much is in here. <laughs> but then it's insane. one of those success stories of like, I bet they yeah one in a million super hard. They wanted like they only went like thirty thousand dollars, and they got fifty five. I think yeah, Australian or whatever that exchange rate is. But like, um, yeah, yeah, that's the game that I'm sure I remember hearing about Shovel Knight that they basically the final two or so months of Shovel Knight everyone worked pro bono and it was basically like if this game isn't a hit then like we're all going to be homeless because i you know i'm gonna have to refinance my house and a that's third time. horrible i, I kind of hate those stories yeah and i'm and thankfully like yeah one in ten of those turn into shovel knight turn into hollow knight but it is nice when that happens though because mm-hmm. you know both those games are great but yeah it's like i was just like why like bloodstained has been so successful like even like a throwback, I know this is a different genre, but like Mega Man Eleven was relatively successful. Like people are just so hungry for I, in my opinion, Metroid anything. Like it doesn't have to be Metroid Prime. Yeah, and 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 here's the thing, they've well first off, like you can't put the toothpaste back, right? The genie's out. They said Metroid Prime Four. Yeah. And if you deliver something called Metroid Prime 4 and it's 2D, there'll be blood in the streets. No, you can't do that. But what you can do, well, it's like Metroid Prime unless, 1 was unless released it was in like, tandem wait, with Fusion, right? Unless oh. it was 2D graphics, but still like a first person shooter somehow. <laughs> that's, that's what, no, that's what Metroid Other M was. Oh. It was 2D and then you would move the Wiimote and then you'd go first person. Uh, and then, and then. Oh, no, that's not what I meant. I meant like stylized, like. Like a Cuphead style, like hand drawn aesthetic, but like <laughs> also three D. Also three D. Okay. Like like a really fancy Doom mod. I well yeah exactly. <laughs> like basically something I saw Dave Oshry, who is a developer for Dusk. What I saw yeah. him posting gifts of for his upcoming game. Yeah yeah shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Which I would love to see something like that, but with like Nintendo money. Oh yeah. Uh, which they would never do, but. How cool it's like would made it be? in the Mario, um, like paper. 
engine. Oh, Paper Mario? <laughs> yeah. Paper Metroid? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but just imagine if like, you know, they get it's a Retro Studios, Metroid Prime 4. Mm-hmm. Here's a trailer for it. And the trailer's like, you know, then boom, coming August 2022, face to black. And then it fades back in. It's like, and then like they get like the guacamole people. They're also making Metroid Fusion 2 or... Mm-hmm. Uh, just an, or just another 2D game like because Samus is just she's just a bounty hunter so yeah. she's on another planet finding Metroids that's it mm-hmm. that's all you got have a super jump and, a, and a, some kind of yeah. dash Make and, sure a, there's, and a morph ball you're, you're done yeah and an area where she takes off the top part of her suit and like does bicep curls yeah yeah <laughs> that kind of thing she turns to zero suit Samus while she's buff as hell yeah Um. no I think that that's that's what that's what you have to do or Metroid Prime 2D. Well, it's like people haven't people already. They people have remade Metroid Prime in like a Super Metroid uh, style maker engine. Um, but I mean, you uh, that would be actually that not man. More to think about that would be cool. Remake Metroid Prime One in 2D, but do it official style. You know, mm-hmm. like if Nintendo would do that, that'd be fucking awesome. But I think like to have, I wouldn't be opposed to having like a weird dream sequence if you know like let's say metroid prime 4 what if there's like i don't know how they justify it but they kind of do what they did for mario odyssey where there are parts that are like you jump onto a you jump into a painting or something and then oh i'm 2d now i'm the old school mario or or literally like there were hidden uh beds in the wolfenstein remakes Mm -hmm. and you and bj would have a nightmare but it was just like playing wolfenstein (laughs) 3d dos levels but with like these high-res assets (laughs) that shit's so fun those are so fun yeah i love that you could do it i mean nintendo finally remade uh metroid prime 2 sorry or just metroid 2 my bad um that if if you really want to make good that with with metroid fans which i'll be honest i don't think nintendo wants to mm-hmm. i think that nintendo doesn't give a shit about metroid um which is so weird which it, is too it, bad it might be i mean how much of that is due to that that rumor that they don't like guns or something <laughs> you know what I, i'm talking yeah, about like, i've i've always heard that uh even as far back as like Super Metroid, Metroid was always more popular in America than it was in Japan. And it was a Japanese led and it's hard to be a Japanese led studio making games just for America. At least it was at that point. Now that's maybe a smart thing to do or maybe because of things like Smash Bros. And uh, maybe there is a bigger audience for a Metroid Japan. I guess I can't really speak to that, but that was always the prevailing logic behind that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why Fusion or sorry, Prime went first person on the first place because like first person shooters like right that's Japan, the biggest thing in America yeah 2002 is when Prime first came out yeah. Japan super didn't care about FPS at all they barely do now but if they if they do it all now they definitely didn't back in 2002 it was always going to be a very uh, Western focused uh, series um, but I wonder if that's changed I guess I couldn't I couldn't speak on that yeah I I've played a little bit I have to admit as you can probably tell from the way I'm talking about it I haven't really played metroid prime i think i've played through the tutorial yeah i think we had to get some gameplay footage for uh, a couple videos a while ago yeah and that that's about it and And that's part of me i don't know what it is but i just have like extreme first person shooter fatigue (laughs) where i i like like i love it when you see something that's doing like it's a new game that's doing something really retro or if there's like really fun aesthetics but like man just 
Do I, uh, the the I, whole trope of like, okay, we're doing ultra realistic graphics and it's first person, and yeah. but also everything's sepia toned. Do I, I hear you say like, that, ugh. but it's like, yo, Metroid Prime is totally the anti first person shooter, first person shooter. Yeah, and it. <laughs> whoa, whoa, sorry, oh. someone knocked on our door. <laughs> oh, they're coming to repair the. Uh... Oh, we. <laughs> All right, folks, hang on a second. One second. <laughs> yeah, one second. Launchpad. Nope. Launchpad. Nope. Everybody's freaking out. We have a... An, so Derek, Derek's so buff. He was like doing dishes and like getting recycling going. Launchpad, come here. Beep, beep, come. Hey. Sit. <laughs> there we go. And uh, he was just like doing dishes lifting up like 50 dishes at once that kind of thing and then he opens the the cabinet to like put away the recycling and the cabinet just like the hinges literally snapped <laughs> in half you know because he's so buff and um the it broke the cabinet and i put in a request to get it fixed because we live at an apartment and we have actually pretty a pretty great maintenance staff that will fix stuff which is very exciting and um, they have come decided to come now during the podcast. Technically, it's my fault because I said they could come anytime, <laughs> which uh, usually is the you know the time that you don't want them to come when when they do come. But it's fine. Thankfully, I have my two paragons of virtue, Launchpad and Dollop. They are here. They are protecting me. They are alert. You know, any 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 bad hinges come back in this house, they gonna they gonna throw them out. They gonna get them. The maintenance person on the podcast they they would be a fun guest. Honestly, I have we have a nice rapport with them. Um, after our first apartment in this unit, this building complex had so many leaks, so we actually had to hang out with them a lot. They're nice guys. I like them. Okay, I think they are leaving. Launchpad's boofing. Tail's wagging. Derek's back. Okay, wow, that was strange. Was that really fast? All Is right, it well, done? All right, here's the thing. All right, all right. All right, I, to I told them the deets. I told them about how you were, like, lifting up 3,000 plates at once. You were washing, scrubbing, <laughs> like, all this dirt off. And then you were just so strong that you opened the door to the recycling and it snapped in half. This is the second, like, cabinet door that's, like, broke. Like, the, the yeah. hinge is just, like, snapped off. They did not come here to repair that. Oh. Apparently, our third floor neighbor complained about smells. Oh. Like, and there's no smells down here, man. He's like, mildew or milk smells. I'm like, we don't even drink milk. We yeah. <laughs> our bodies can't like, tolerate. We can't tice. <laughs> tolerate <Yeah>. it. <laughs> We're too weak. <laughs> yeah, we have oat milk because we can't handle it. Um, And then they didn't fix the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But. Well, were they looking for mar marijuana? No. Not that kind of smell. No. He, really he said weird. like mildewy or milk smell, but anyway. Okay. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. So now the pod the podcast audience knows that we are certified fresh yes. by our maintenance guy. I mean, we even have a dog that we is like well, we have one dog that is like ninety percent housebroken. <laughs> uh and because uh, of that because Which of that one of them? <laughs> Well, I don't want to shame anyone. Okay. Um, but they're very cute and oh. they're very small. It's the one that's cute and small. Actually, we and took. But, but because because of that though, we actually like we. I feel like we keep this place very clean. 
Yeah. And very spick and span with, with sprays and stuff that are supposed to get rid of odors. Mm-hmm. So I would be shocked to find out that we are the ones being stinky. Yeah. Not me. Mm-mm. Not a stinkosaurus. <laughs> Though, actually. <laughs> Though, if you were and you called yourself that, I would allow it because it's very funny. Stink- mm. A stinkosaurus. Stinkosaurus. Stinkosaurus Grace. We actually. Can I call us the. Can that be the title of the. Uh, the stinkosaurus. Stinkosaurus Grace. <laughs> That's the title right there. Well, we uh, we put launch, I mean, dollop and launchpad into doggy daycare for like a half day on Sunday, just um, so that they could, like, basically, so they could adjust to that if we ever need to use um, them for dog boarding or whatever. If we decide to go somewhere, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that some dog, a dog, peed on dollop because she just smells really bad. Now. All right, and here's the thing. I need to give her another bath. I here's, I wash her once a week already. Here's the thing about dollop. Okay. I've witnessed Launchpad. We take both the dogs out. Launchpad lifts up his leg. He's he doing his business. Yep. And Dollop will just run right underneath him and get peed on. <laughs> I've seen this happen multiple times. This dog don't my, even care. My little piss king. She's a little fucking piss queen over there. My little piss queen. Um, so I, I would, uh, I yeah, would believe Yeah, that's 100% it. what happened. It wasn't... I, you're right. I phrased it wrong. It wasn't another dog peed on Dollop. She... In, inserted herself into the when a dog is when a male dog is peeing it's not looking back on it it's like it's got its leg up it's looking around to make sure you know it's not going to be yeah the, the predators around or something like that it's not it doesn't doesn't see doesn't care where it's peeing i've seen launchpad like be in such a pee mode like lift, lift, lift up his leg to pee and nothing's coming out he's on empty but he'll still try and do it mm-hmm. you know dogs are intelligent but only so far and dollop just has a very strong I need to be inside of a cave urge. Like I need yeah. I need to be surrounded on all sides. And so maybe she she sees an opening. She's like, good, I'll just go underneath this dog. Yeah. I will be safe. So yeah, people that are two stories ahead of us are not gonna smell our pissed dog. <laughs> <laughs> so we are not we are not suspects. Thank you. Yeah. Um You heard it here first. But and you know, and so so in, in conclusion. Metroid. <laughs> Do you think Metroids pee on other Metroids? Do they pee at um, all? No, uh, Metroids just eat, right? Isn't so, that sort of like the uh, the idea is they just they just they just eat, eat, they and that's eat it? until they grow because they're basically like the flood, right? They but, just like they're, so they're a threat they're, to the they're universe. Basically, the perfect organism because they produce no waste. Like they just have perfect efficiency. Well, they leave behind <laughs> bones and shit when they die. No, when they finish eating stuff. When they finish, okay. So they, they don't eat more than they can handle. I mean, they, they create waste like, you know, what that's that by proxy or, you know. Well, I guess I mean, like if you're doing an, an absolutely efficient utilization of resources, like theoretically, you wouldn't have any waste byproduct. Like you're just constantly, you know, like the, the suits that they wear in Dune where their their pee just becomes water. Yeah. Oh, no. The, the chat is saying, I know that they, they don't have bones. I know, but they leave bones from the things they eat. They don't poop, but they create spores. Like a ah, plant. Like a plant. Okay. Which would be pretty stinky. Yeah. I think. I wouldn't want to be living, um, you know, beneath uh, Metroids because, yeah, that would be stinky, man. Mm-hmm. They probably open their windows as a courtesy. Oh, I don't want to get the apartment stinky. But that goes up to me, man. Yeah. You know? I think living with Metroids wouldn't be very good. Yeah, I feel like they're pretty inconsiderate mm-hmm. roommates. I always assume the flood smells terrible. Yeah. My, they're they're gross. 
They look like the flood from Halo does look like it's sort of a there's a decomposition element that is also happening at the same yeah. time. And maybe it's because the first time you're introduced to them is in is it either a cave or is it just a, a ship or a structure that looks like a cave? It used to be a building, but now it's like oh a weird God. I don't even remember. flood cave. Actually, I mean, I, I'm, I'm no, totally I think it, wrong because it's a building. It's just a yeah, building, right? It's a building. Yeah, it's, it's, a building. it's like a lab or something, right? Yeah. Shit, it's been a while since I played past the first. I always pick up Halo 1. I'm like, oh, this game's great. And I get like to the second or third level. I'm like, I'm fucking bored. <laughs> it's so hard to navigate in that game if you don't have not already, you know, were a child when you yeah. came out. <laughs> even me, I'm like, I still, I, it's not even, I don't even think the, uh, Okay, the 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 map design of Halo One is is bad, but also, uh, I just think the combat gets kind of old. Multiplayer is still a lot of fun, but oh yeah, it takes place in an underground bunker. Okay, okay, makes sense. And you see how it killed all your comrades. That was actually a cool moment in Halo One, and I like that twist of Halo One. Spoilers, you know, like the Halo and the Covenant, and they're like, oh no, we're actually trying to kill the Flood. That's why you know that's like we kind of have a common enemy here and mm-hmm. that was kind of a neat fun twist, but that was about as far as I thought that story ever really kind of went. It really it, it just, it's really know. fun in halo three when you play with the arbiter and he's your, your sexy yeah. gay best friend or whatever. <laughs> and Keith, Keith David. Yeah. That is fun at the beginning of halo two when like you're being, when master chief is being awarded and, uh, arbiter is being, you know, condemned and branded and stripped of his, uh, his you know, title and stuff like that. But holy shit, those levels are fucking long in Halo 2. Oh my god, it's a long campaign. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Man, multiplayer's good though. Shout out multiplayer. Um, if you need something to do to like hang out with my dad when we go visit <laughs> later this year, just you could just play Halo co-op yeah. with my dad. I could I could you know he might like that. that might he might think fun. it's fun. You know what? Except he, he would. But here's the thing. Playing on legendary. Here's the thing. Yeah. First, yeah, he'd be doing. He would destroy you because he plays legendary, which is kind of weird. I would love to see like a death match between, like all like the whole family like yeah. tries to do death match against my dad. Also, there is not a goddamn. There is. There's not a, a a moment where he would rather hang out with this chump outside of his damn daughter. <laughs> like I see this man, how happy he is when like he gets to hang out with his daughter. Mm-hmm. So like no. We'll that, sit around and talk about cars and mm-hmm. tomato plants. Yeah, that's and that's about that's what we. And then, about. Uh, but I can still get it. I, I I can get your dad laughing. Mm-hmm. I get jokes. He because he's got he's in a house. He had three daughters yeah. and a wife. He's in a house full of women. Nothing wrong with that. But when I can come in and I can tell some like dirty jokes, I get I always get a good laugh out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the real the real business is we've as a family we used to be really into Stargate SG one. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but recently, we all learned about the Expanse and are quickly devouring all media related to the Expanse. <laughs> <laughs> and we're probably going to have a freaking book club when we all hang out next that, time. That so was, maybe you should you should join up. That on was that. so funny, like meeting your family, and it's like because some people are like, "Oh, we're a Star Wars family," or we don't really like media, or we like Star Trek. I'd never known a family that was like <laughs> Stargate, yo. <laughs> Stargate SG and also Stargate SG one. The SG and SG one stands for Stargate. It's the name for their team. Stargate one. Stargate one and Stargate. They're the best. Just team. Call it, They're the number one Stargate. I mean, I would say just call just just call the show Stargate One. But or yeah. just call it yeah. But Stargate SG one is actually a pretty good name. 
But once I knew the truth. Actually, and the other day, um, there was this news that came out and I was like, Derek, Derek, did you hear that Amazon bought the Stargate SG-1 studio for $7 billion? (laughs) And Derek's like, oh, do you mean... Oh, MGM. Yeah. That's right. Oh, you mean like Rocky and James Bond? You're like, who? No, Stargate. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Though, to be fair, I think they didn't actually acquire James Bond rights with that purchase. Oh, which is crazy. They, no, I, yeah, I would imagine that. No, they 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 didn't. Did they get like rights to the to to stream the new films? There had to have been something there. But yeah, I do know that like was it AOE 100 whoever it is that owns the James Bond name is like, yeah, they're litigious litigious as fuck. So I would be shocked if they would let that go to something like Amazon. But still getting the MGM, I'm sure they've got like the the rights to stream Moonraker, you know, exclusively uh, exclusive Octopussy. No place else. That's a real J- Grace has grimaced at me. It's a real James Bond thing. I, I, I flinched. Yeah. I don't cancel me. Cancel James Bond. I'm just spitting facts and saying. Was that a Sean Connery one? Here's another thing about me. I, I don't fucking know. I, I don't know that much. I've I've seen all the Austin Powers, but I've not seen James Bond. <laughs> Dude, I heard Daniel Craig talk about like the reason why the reason why James Bond had to go all dark and gritty is because of Austin Powers. <laughs> because like James Bond was always fucking goofy and dumb, or oh, a little bit. I had like on one foot in like some kind of dumb sci-fi stuff. Uh, but they had to go all gritty drama mm-hmm. because. <laughs> Because of like a trilogy of movies of which maybe one is good. Uh, I've only seen Austin Powers 3 once and I just recall it being one of the most painfully unfunny things I ever saw. So, yeah, they're trying to remake that too. No. But anyway. What if they made like a James, like a, a James Bond, Austin Powers multiverse? Wait, there's no way that Austin Powers and James Bond are owned by the same studio or have the same rights. No, of course not. Yeah. Once so, wow, another dream dead before it even has a chance. I've, not Jeff Bezos has a hand in it. Just going to try and scoop up Paramount or whoever owns James Bond or owns Austin Powers so we can finally have the crossover moment. I feel the- like we're like getting progressively more exhausted the more we talk about streaming rights because streaming is so crazy right now. Like they wouldn't be able to get Paramount Plus because or Paramount because they have CBS recently rebranded CBS All Access to be Paramount Plus and it's a whole they're doing a streaming network and you know and then there's Peacock. And- it's always good when there's competition in the marketplace, right? Mm. You know, you never want to have like it would really suck if Netflix owned all of television and movies or something like that. Right. But, yo, there's so many streaming services that I mean, shoot, man, like we have like Spotify and Game Pass. Do we still have Hulu? I have HBO. We don't have Hulu. We have HBO. It's like, yeah, your average person probably has one or five different. What's that? We have Disney Plus plus through my parents' account. You, you, no, you actually don't ne- snitch on me. Yeah, Disney and Netflix actually your parents. <laughs> yeah, but it's like we have what we're but that's fine. Guys, I'm, be cool. Don't tell anyone. You have a family plan. We with also the have Netflix. Amazon. Pri- I have Amazon Prime. Oh, you do? Okay, but see, I see. We're, we're it, swimming in content. I can't. Stand and we don't it. even watch. Like, there's no, there's nobody, nobody can conceivably watch all this stuff. Yeah, nothing could be better than 
spending four hours trying to beat a single boss in Hollow Knight. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that gets your money's worth for that for the Game Pass that we spend every month. Oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Man, well, you know what I think it's time for? What's that? Some Zebo talk. Yo. Mm-hmm. Welcome to all our new uh, Patreon supporters. We had a nice little uh, burst. Of people, yeah, of people we were so, we've month. been so close to our our goal of eleven hundred patrons, and then yeah. suddenly it just like there was a rocket explosion, and we've just like, yeah, we like w- in the dust, like we're we're out, we out here, like, it's th- insane. I think like tech, so there's always a little bit of a shift at the beginning of a month. Yeah, you know, I think there's like I think it's like people. The last two months in a row, I thought that we had gone over the goal, but yeah. it's the way Patreon counts patrons. It like always is like. There's a big number at the end of the month, and then it like twenty. It always drops like twenty or something. And it is genuinely people going like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't want to actually, you know." Oh, or I maybe to, there was like I wanted to quit. And they, credit card issues or something. Yeah, we I do see a handful of people always. You know, they they uh, they cancel. Um, you know, at the end of the month, that's you know, it's fine. Um, but then it's always like, yeah, we lose a handful. But then we look at the number. It's like what the number we lost is actually a lot bigger than that. But then the number like comes back after like, a week or so. Anyway, we're, we've cleared it. Yes. For so sure. We've I, reached our goal. We Zeebo can do time. a Zebo. And what's so awesome about that is like concurrently to all of this happening, there, um, like since we released that video and we talked about that being our goal, and I even remember, I think that was in like November, we've gotten so many people, primarily Brazilian people, which yeah. did you know, Derek, that like in our little YouTube demographics, there's like our top five is the US. Um, Canada, Canada, UK, the UK, Australia, maybe Mexico, and mm. then to number six is Brazil, <laughs> which I, I did not know. <laughs> like, I did not know. I have gotten I'm happy so to know many that, emails from so many like yeah. people who are just trying to help us out, and it's been awesome. And we we finally found somebody or someone reached out to us who wanted to just they have one that has most of the games already on it, which is a big deal with the Zebo since. If the Zebo doesn't have the game, there's functionally a, no way to it get was a the digital games back only, on there. It was a digital only device. Yeah. And when you shut those servers down, shit's gone. Yeah. And so uh, they already had the games and they're willing to just send it to us. And we got it like a few, like a kind of a couple weeks ago what while we were still working on the we past. Got, yeah. We're still working on the Engage videos. Yeah. A month or so now. I don't even got Yeah. You probably know better than me. <laughs> yeah. And well, so what's really crazy about it is like in a roundabout way, like if I hadn't made this goal, we wouldn't have gotten the Zebo. Yeah. But when I made the goal, I thought that the Zebo was going to cost us thousands of dollars. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we did look into it at the time. When, when, when we made that post, we made that video, it was like we looked at one and we're like, oh my God, here's a Zebo with you know Resident Evil and uh, Crash Bandicoot Racing and, 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 and like some other weird shit, Tekken uh, and... But it was like, I think after shipping and everything was like going to be like a thousand bucks. Not that wasn't even the buy it now price. That was like the auction yeah. starting price. It was kind of crazy. And, and it, like, well, we can save up for this and kind of like after we pay our taxes and after we know, you know, we got some savings, but a lot of that's, you know, earmarked for taxes. And then once we get all that fine. Like, yeah. yeah maybe. And this person was like, yo, I just want to you know, borrow it. Yes. And we're like, yes. So um, because of that, because I, I don't want I don't know. I feel weird yeah. about that since it's like we made that goal because we're like, oh, yeah, we need to raise money for this. And then we got one. Um, we're 
not going to be charging for that video. That'll be a free video. Yeah. We're going to do a big Zebo breakdown. It, we'll it'll still get an exclusive release to the Patreon because we like to do that for all of our videos. Yes. But, you know. No charge. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense, I think. It feels like, you know, it was an opportunity that was kind of difficult to turn down. Uh, yeah, because they're extremely rare. And then also there is a pretty big language barrier towards getting one like a, yeah. a lot of the people brazilians that i was in contact with were helped like there's this in-house like brazilian ebay that you have to be on and they were all like helping me navigate it and oh it was yeah like, some people were like oh i, there, I it I, was intense there's a flea market or there's probably a local retro shop that i can get one at Do you want me to go there they're like sending us pictures like here's two that i found at a flea market get back to get back to me in this email in the next hour, and I'll scoop it up for you. It was like, holy shit. But like the email I, is oh, like sent at like 2 a.m. our time. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, that hookup was really, really great. And we really, really appreciated it. And we we plugged it in and turned it on and it works. I have played Resident Evil 4. Yes. On the Zebo, Um, And oh, sit fucking tight. Sit. Get ready. Try and get ready. Mm -hmm. do your best to prepare you will not be able to wow <laughs> it's gonna be good stuff um i'm i'm excited i'm hoping that I, I i'm thinking that with the speed that we've been working on and all the other projects we're balancing i'm thinking it'll probably be done in july because i don't so know it's, it's not like coming up soon but this is going to be a video that's like thankfully <laughs> not a whole lot of research you know just gonna be like you know play the games and talk about them uh, and well, that's, but now that I know, we we have had so many people who've tried to help us, and so many like so many Brazilians, not and like there were the people who reached out to help us, mm -hmm. and then there were the other people who were just excited that I mentioned Brazil, <laughs> or that we mentioned Brazil in a video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, there are like so many people, and you know what? That I don't want to let down. You and know we what I mean? Primed them because uh, I think for um, uh, Sonic, it was Sonic. No, it wasn't Sonic. It was uh, Mortal Kombat. Because we talked about the Brazilian Mortal Kombat 3 for the Master System. Yeah. And then we had to remind people, like, so the Master System is is and was king in Brazil because of, like, weird government shit. Uh, but, like, that's just fast. That, that's beautiful. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, and so just, yes, you're, you're, you're wonderful and, and strange. Uh in a weird country, we were happy to to do it. I mean, in, in the most endearing way possible, I want to say. That was endearing. That sounds kind of offensive. I really mean in a good way. Like, it's so awesome that your country does this stuff. And it's just, like, I want to be able to do videos on it. It's why I do the shit that we do. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm Hopefully, like, too. the Zebo video is, like, one of the first, the first of a couple of videos we could do just kind of on the general, you know, uh, just the gaming scene in Brazil, man. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. really exciting. And that's uh And also just delisted media in general. Yeah. Something we've been thinking about a lot because uh I think the PSP store got canceled and then it, not uncanceled. Yeah, well, no, I'm was, a little confused what no, happened. No, the the the, the, the PSP's been down, yeah. I think, right? Vita and PS3 was going down. I want your PS2 canceled. <laughs> yeah. Your Vita canceled I want your dogs canceled this <laughs> elementary school teacher canceled um <laughs> so that's a joke that grace and i think is really funny we say all the time uh like a mob boss canceling things like well, it's a I, drill I, tweet is that what it is yeah, oh yeah yeah 
I'm a but, huge drill fan. But anyway, um, you know, closer to the microphone, Grace. You kind of. I'm a huge drill yeah, fan. Let him know. <laughs> um, I haven't bought his book, but I want to. So yeah, there's the, like they were saying like PS3, PSP, and Vita was all going down. And I think they backpedaled on uh, the PS3. Did backpedal on Vita stuff too? Shit. I, need... I don't think they did. Oh, it was just PSP. Thank you, Josh. Okay, yeah, PSP, Vita, PS3 were going down. Now it's just PSP. Thank you. Um, uh, so when that was happening, I sent out a tweet, um, and I was just like, man, we should do a, uh, we should do a video series that's just about delisted stuff. And the response to that tweet was like really big, positive. Yes. And it's such a, it's such an important topic. I think now, because we're moving further and further away from the physical media, I mean, you can still buy physical media, but like it is like you're basically buying a download code on a disc, more or less, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, I, I'm gonna be start working this month, maybe, on uh, a show that's just you know about delisted games, and basically it's gonna be like punching weight, more or less. But hey, get because the, the 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 pitch for punching weight before I thought of that name was get a load of this game. Just sort of like, man, Dragon's Lair on the Game Boy Color. Which get a load of this thing. Actually was inspired by a vine. Oh, the Get a load of that get a lo- dog. Get a load of that dog. Get Look a that load dog. of that dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, or the get a load of this guy, Cam. Yeah, that's how. And then, 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 then I heard either Jeff Gerstmann or Brad Shoemaker say something that was say, describe a game as punching above its weight. And I was like, punching weight. That's a cool phrase. And that's that's how that started. But um. Yeah, I think this is just going to be like, get a load of this game. You can't play it anymore, and that sucks. All right, bye. <laughs> That's That doesn't sound very it fun. It doesn't sound fun, but it's like, <laughs> it is, I really like video game history. I, yeah. I'm a fan of, you know, preserving games, and I think shining a light on these games that just don't exist anymore. Or like, I think it's going to have to be, not necessarily that they don't exist anymore, but maybe we can talk a little bit more about how it got preserved yeah. or like where you can still play it if you did want to do it. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, when the Wii, the Wii e shop shut down, um, I talked about this with Matt actually a couple episodes ago, but like I, we bought a whole bunch of games that are like only on uh, that were only on Wii. you know, it's like those Castlevania rebirth, Contra mm-hmm. rebirth, but also muscle madness, the mu- muscle madness, but <laughs> no muscle March, muscle March, you're right. Most muscle madness, March, but you um, mean the cube, uh, uh, the Blaster Master Overdrive, mm-hmm. which is a Blaster Master remake uh, that was years before the Inti creates uh, Blaster Master Zero games. That's fucking terrible. It's so bad. And that game's gone forever. And that's uh, to me, that's just as interesting. Yeah. And so there, there's a lot of avenues here. Um, and of and course, even on the Zebo, there's the whole thing is unlisted or well, delisted. Yeah, you know, like but there, you think about there it. are some things like uh, the Nitro Kart port, which is that's on the Zebo, is based on the iOS port of yeah. Nitro Kart, and which is very hard to get any. If you've ever tried to get old iPhone games working, yeah, you know that it's very difficult. <laughs> you either need to have that again, gotta have the iPhone that's up and working, uh, and the game downloaded to it already. Mm-hmm. I, I think there are some games, even if you deleted it off your phone, you wouldn't be able to even re-download it. Not I, I'm I not sure if Arzebo has 
I don't think no, you I don't think you can because that connection is just gone. Yeah. But it, we haven't tested it yet. But I do know that the Prey 2006 uh, Prey mobile port yeah, is on our Zebo, and I'm is. so excited to play that because I love Prey. Because it's it, it's I speaking think, of you I know, think it's <laughs> actually called Prey Two Fury or sorry, whatever I just it is. The mic. Um, and it's like there's a thing. There is there is a there is a there's a thing called Prey Two, and if you click it, it'll launch. And that's fucking rad. And then also, I'm not sure if we have the Double Dragon game yes. on it. Yes. But yeah, that's an exclusive game that never got released anywhere else. Which uh, that's shocking to me because it's just, it's just Double Dragon. Because it's it Double be, Dragon. What's how could it be different? Just making. Just make, I don't know. I don't know. That's a. It's an all new. Oh, King of Bunnies! You have game. a. You have an iPhone with Marvel vs. Capcom too, bro. Like, get get at me. You're <laughs> you're, you're also one of our mods. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to get you know where my corner at yeah we also and 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 over the years over the year or so yeah ever since yeah since last october a handful of people have also sent us um uh ipod touches and an iphone with resident evil 4 mobile um actually someone sent us an ipad as well so uh i think i might make a resident evil F- I, I i could do a resident evil 4 like Zebo iPhone, iPad, iPod uh, video now. It's literally like the mobile ports. Like basically yeah. all of them. I guess we don't have, we, we need to just get like some kind of dummy Android phone. Like phone. Yeah. We we don't have one, but we should get one. Because uh, yeah. They, they make, Derek, they make gamer for, phones. Like literally gamer phones that like have fans inside of them. I'm no, they game. have fans. I'm a fan of gamers. No, I'm a gamer no, myself. Derek, there's fans in the phone awesome and they like they Why? it's so it's that's so like those uh, those like alienware laptops that are like portable but they also weigh like a metric ton there's like gigantic portable laptop yeah break your back mm-hmm. but yeah no it's literally it's so dumb but we could get i mean i i'm not suggesting we get one of those unless unless you want to but we could. girl no <laughs> We, got, we have to do something with oh, the yeah, X. We, we, should we get something get, with the like, PS2 exercise bike thing you bought first. Oh my god! Don't even, don't even. But uh, <laughs> there are so many like little emulators that yeah. I found that are basically made for Android, and it's like I would like to emulate like the Engage, for example, on my PC. That would be easier for me, but actually, it would have been easier just to set it up on an Android phone than to put it on. <laughs> And, uh, and actually, at, at the end of that, probably about the same price. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe less of a headache, too. I'm too dumb. I'm too dumb to do a lot of that stuff. I'm pretty dumb, too, which is why I also leave it to you to do it. Yeah. Okay, I shall figure it out. So that's that's why we're we're a dumb team, Grace. Mm-hmm. And we somehow get by. And, and that's probably a good place to end it. Cool. Oh, wait. No, we actually no, We have some questions. Oh, that's uh, a good place to not end it. Yes, yeah, it would have been a good place. I need to take it. a drink of water. My yes, if not for um, if not for question. Oh yeah, and it was a fun kind of open question. Uh, oh boy, exciting podcasting. Here we go. Uh, die with uh, two exclamation points. What's something really stupid you were afraid of as a kid? Um. So I I thought about this mm-hmm. before this podcast and i have a real i have a really dumb answer mm-hmm. do you want do you have a dumb answer do you want to do your dumb answer or should i just go ahead and do you, mine because mine's exceptionally dumb i i uh when i i used to 
go to the horror section of like the local video store and I would like look at all of the videotapes of all the different horror movies uh, to like convince myself that they're not scary. Like just as an endurance, like I, I used to think that horror movies were just like so scary. I didn't understand why anyone would ever like watch them. And just like as a crazy morbid curiosity, I would go there and I'd lead, I'd like look at every single box, read every single back, you know, look at every single picture back there. And just every movie looked like it was like the most disturbing, fucked up thing in the world. Yeah. Um, and then I grew up to actually really appreciate horror and and really love that visceral scared feeling that I get. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like reading the back of like Puppet Master 4, you know, or something like that and realizing this movie's not scary at all. Or not anywhere near... Leprechaun 3. Yeah, the the things you were conjuring in your head, baby Derek, are not even close to what these movies can do. Um, I think that was... Yeah, when I was in high school, and I got a little older, when I started watching more horror movies, I went back to that exact same uh, video store because it was still open. Rent started renting those movies that would scare me as a kid and be like, yeah, this is... Like, even uh, our video store had uh, violent shit 1 and 2 and video violence... You know, Video Violence Volume 2, which are just like these amateur garbo, just absolute trash films. Uh, And I I think it was a cinema snob has done videos on all of them. And it's fun watching his review of movies called Violent Shit. (laughs) And it's about it's it's movie. It's a movie about violent shit, not taking a violent shit. (laughs) To be fair. Well, that Garbo. Garbo, that's, oh, that's me. That's really cute. Oh, thank you. I want to make, okay, I'm, I'm going to make that into an emoji. Yeah. Um, um, so my mine is dumb, but also involves bodily functions, I guess. It's not as fun as yours. But um, so when I was little, someone told me that if you hold, like if you need to pee, but you don't pee if you hold it in. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of time you spend holding it in when you could have been peeing is directly correlated to or is the same amount of time. Like basically your your bladder has a lifespan mm-hmm. and the more you hold it, the you're killing your bladder. And so that time directly is going to be taken away from the amount of time that you're able to pee. Yes. Yeah, so so it's, then it, you won't like you're going to. If you hold your pee for five minutes, you're you're taking five minutes of allotted pee time that your bladder has yeah. like from birth you are assigned a, a, a limit <laughs> yeah, you have a, a, a clock that goes down right justin Lumber- timberlake comes and he puts a clock on your bladder <laughs> and he's like okay this is the amount of time you have mm-hmm. and that's that's it and so yeah and every time so like basically it'll speed up the amount of time that i guess you'll be incontinent as an adult as a, a like mm-hmm. you know when you're a grown grown up and i was like terrified of that and it got to the point where i would um not never hold pee ever <laughs> i mean i would go to a bathroom oh okay okay i that, was yeah that was a follow-up question yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can see in my eyes where i was going yeah you, I, I saw the concern in your eyes <laughs> but no it's like i became i was kind of obsessive about it and i later learned that that actually is not good for you either so yeah you're not supposed to hold it or strain it, right? Yeah. Like if, if you were sitting down just and let having, it, just let it flow. Yeah. If let you, the spice flow. Yeah. You, exactly. Mm-hmm. But also, if you do strain, if you're pushing or you're holding a lot. It's By the not way, we're not doctors. 
right? We're I'm not, not I'm, doctors. Hold on. I'm just I gonna... did look it up before this, and oh, holding yeah, yeah. it, you know, is not good because um, it increases your chances for UTIs, mm-hmm. and it also weakens your pelvic floor muscles. That's not good. Which does make it more difficult for you to hold it later. I remember when I was so uh, it was kind of true. I was in elementary school, and a friend of mine. Like got on the bus and he was like, Derek, I just learned something really cool. I'm like what? And he's like, I learned that if you don't poop, you'll die. <laughs> like if you can't poop for a really long time, eventually it'll kill you. And I was like, no. But then I thought about it. I was like, if, it, if you never pooped, if you never pooped, like for a month, you're supposed to poop. Yeah. It's just going to keep building up. Well, it like, Derek, this is actually something I have personal experience with because I have dead. No, uh, because <laughs> <laughs> my you were um, dead the whole time from poop. Yeah, <laughs> no. When I was in like kind of my high school age, like fourteen year old age, I had a troubled time and I got sent away to like a, a treatment center. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot there were a few girls that were there that like had some issues and they literally had to get surgery to get the poop taken out of them <laughs> because Ooh. their colons would literally like rupture if they couldn't, you know, yeah. poop. Yeah, no, I mean, it's also, it's waste. Like we think about poop, it's gross, right? Yeah. You don't want that inside of you. Mm-mm. Like your body's you wanna, like, yo, let's get this out for a reason. You, you want to release it like a, sp- like a Metroid into the world. Exactly, yeah. The just, universe, so the universe can be at peace. I just realized that we've talked too much about bodily functions this episode. <laughs> I, I I got one more I can say. I think I mentioned okay. this, but it's... I, is oh, it related to pee or poop? Uh, it's bloody, maybe? Oh. I saw... Okay. I saw the ending to uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when I was way too young. Way too young. And that ending where everyone's faces melts and blow up and stuff, even though, like, it's it's it's, like, not that grisly. And I've seen movies that are way more grisly and gory. To this day, when I see the animated gif of like the guy's face melting and his, you know, and his class is kind of shifting off, it still kind of bums me out. I still don't really like it. You don't like face stuff. That's like the that, eye- eyeballs that, getting poked. No, I'm not, not a fan. fan of that, that. that really that always gets me. And like actually, even the face swap apps. Yeah, the, those freak you out. The face, it just it doesn't even freak me out. Like my brain, like can't comprehend it in a way like my brain just goes i can't compute that mm-hmm. i don't like that there was a glitch that happened with an mlb the show game a couple of years ago which would cause like the every like pixel in their face to like oh yeah like, it was just it was just like a very weird it looked like they were like covered in bees but like the bees <laughs> were standing were standing making like gigantic like five six inch towers and it was like, just looking at it, it was like... Truly the stuff of nightmares. It wasn't even like, I was like, oh, it wasn't like, you know, looking at like a gross out, you know, uh, uh, picture or something like that. Just looking at it, like my brain just hurt. Like my brain was like, my brain was just like, don't, I don't like that. It wasn't like I had to close my eyes. It wasn't like, you know, looking at, you know, say a goat see or something like that. That's a more visceral reaction. This was more just like a fundamental gut level. Like, I don't fucking like that. Oh, you know, I guess. But you like couldn't look away. I definitely was like. It drew you in. No, I didn't. I didn't know. I was like, I don't need to look at that anymore. I was like, that's yeah, I'll I'll read the story. but I don't want to see that picture anymore. It it is a fun way that I can if if I am in a sort of little stanker mood, I I, that's something I can do to you. It's like it's a reliable button I can press. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just to freak you out. Snapchat face swap stuff bums me out i don't i don't like it 
<laughs> it just really something about it, man. Mm-hmm. But that's that's not something I didn't like as a kid. That's something I still don't like. But I imagine it came from Indiana Jones. Yeah. So, yeah. This has been a weird episode because we had a damn interruption in the middle there that I think I will hopefully edit it out for the uh, uh, for the recording. But mm-hmm. Grace, good to talk with you. Good to keep it loose. Yeah. Uh, if you want to uh, ask, uh, give us questions, I always forget to put this at the top of the damn podcast. But now it's become a habit that I'll say at the end of the podcast and then I'm upset that I don't say it at the beginning of the podcast. But stopskeletons at gmail.com. Put podcast in the subject if you want to uh, uh, leave a question. Yeah. And yeah, man, check us out. We'll be here uh, next day. We do the first and third Monday. And actually, and we so have... we're back on the 21st for another podcast. If I can promote this, uh, we... Derek recently appeared on another podcast called The Wizard and the Bruiser. Yeah. And as... Uh, as of today, right now. As of right now, today, the 7th, it is released. And so you can go listen to it. And actually, it is about the the story of the Connect, the entire story of the Connect. Yeah. So go listen to it. I know it was really fun um, and guys, very, yeah, very I, nice. I, I met those guys for the first time doing that podcast. And uh, they seemed to know their stuff. They seemed like uh, some fun guys. Yeah. yeah. So go, go listen to that. And um, follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Email us. Email us Twitter. We're on YouTube. If you are if you are somehow listening to this podcast and don't know we make YouTube videos, yeah, uh, yeah. And also, hey, Twitch streams are gonna be coming back soon. Sorry, yeah. I was so busy with shit, but that shit done. I want to get back to streaming. Uh, maybe even like streaming some engaged stuff. Why oh, not? Okay, yeah, I was gonna ask you. That's yeah, what yeah, we might on. we might do that. I might do that this Wednesday. I might do maybe a surprise day some other night. But yeah, that's gonna be coming back. Uh, but until then, everybody, you know, stay frosty, stay powerful. Uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, say goodnight, Grace. Goodnight, Grace. Say goodnight, the Grace. Goodnight, the Grace. All right, everyone take care. <laughs> Bye. Great.